Welcome, everyone, to Season 5, Episode 149 of the Premier Pod. I'm your host, Yash Bika, joined by my co-host, Tyler Chan. And in this episode, we have the special World Cup preview. We're actually recording this the day of the first match day. We just had conflicting schedules, so we weren't able to record it like the day before or maybe the week before. Uh, but we're finally getting it to you guys now. Uh, pretty excited. It's World Cup season. It's going to be a jam-packed, basically, World Cup all all of these games in a matter of months, um, all jam-packed in one month. So it's going to be a lot of games, a lot of action, but it's a fun and exciting time, but it's also a weird time. But yeah, I can't believe the World Cup is upon us already. It's it's finally here. Although it's kind of like a weird vibe just because it's in Qatar and there's just been so much controversy going on in mm-hmm. Qatar. But, you know, we're just focused on the matches right now. We're just, it's exciting. It's been like four years since the last one, obviously, but now it's finally here. Yeah, 2018 in Russia and then now in Qatar. But yeah. <laughs> like it's a whole conversation about what's going on in Qatar itself. FIFA. But yeah. yeah, FIFA and all that. But for here, we're just going to it's all football. It's just going to be all football. <laughs> we're just going to focus on that. Yes, sir. So the way we wanted to kind of break down this episode, it's kind of being it's going to be more of like a quick fire pod in terms of previewing what we have. Uh, but but the first one, we wanted to pick the two teams that make it out at each group. Um, so I'll start off with Group A. So Group A um, consists of Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. Obviously, if you watched the first game, you saw Qatar just got destroyed by Ecuador. But my two picks here, I'm actually going to go with Ecuador and the Netherlands. The Netherlands finishing first place in Ecuador too. I think my main reason for doing that is Senegal. Obviously, Sadio Mane is out for Senegal. And I think that's a huge miss. That's That's like... Kyun Munson level of talent that's missing out of Senegal. I know they still have other good players, but I think Ecuador are a really good team filled with a lot of Premier League talent as well. Um, and then the Netherlands are a really strong team. So I got uh, Ecuador and the Netherlands making out mm-hmm. of Bay. I That's a good pick. I was going to pick Senegal and Netherlands to make there it out of this go. group because, they, you know, ne- Senegal were the African Cup of Nations. Like, yeah, African yeah, Cup of Nations. Yeah, winners. AFCON winners, the latest ones. And I was like, even though they lost Mane, it's like they can't. They're still like the best in Africa. It's like they got to mm-hmm. at least make it out of the group. In Ecuador, they only have one player, Ender Valencia, that has any World Cup experience. So it's like a really young team That's like true. the U.S. Whereas the Dutch, you know, they didn't make it in the last World Cup, I believe. But they're, and then they're led just, by Louis Van Hall. Yeah, Louis Van Hall, the man from Man U. So I think like the Dutch were an easy pick and it was just between Ecuador and Senegal, but I picked Senegal just because mm-hmm. I believe in the rest of the team. They still have Koulibaly and all the rest and you smell yeah. a star, but here we go. Guitar, no chance. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Bottom of the group for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> and then we'll go lightning round straight into group B. So we got England, Iran, the US and Wales. Wales, my favorite team to pick in uh, playing World Cup in real life because they're a one syllable <laughs> country. But for these, this group, I, I know it's controversial since we're American, but I picked England and Wales to get out of the group. Ooh, I think, dang. like, Bale, although he's <laughs> their best player and he's in the MLS, you know, he's, like, past his prime. He's just, like, kind of getting through, like, the rest. They just won LAFC with the team he plays for. Yeah, he, um, won just the, got he out. scored the, uh, the, the, what is it, the, like, the tying yeah, goal. The game tying goal, then they sent it to penalties. So, yep. Like, he still has a bit of that clutch gene in him. And I think there's mm-hmm. enough. You got Wee Joe Allen in there, Welsh Avi. And I think that kind of Welsh magic, this is like the last of their golden era. And I think that's going to be enough to get them through. England, I think, is the easiest one. Kind of like the big dog. 
in the group, like one of the top of 10 teams in the world. A lot of pressure on them. But I mean, I don't know how the meme players, John Stones, Harry Maguire, they're all going to be starting and they're all, and like Jordan Pickford, they all somehow do well for their country. So I think they're going to do well. Iran has a good defense, but I don't think it's enough offense to get through. And America, you know, I think it's just too young of a squad. Like, I think they might get humbled a little bit by Wales. Hopefully I'm wrong. But and then Iran, it might be a nil nil. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, England and Wales are my two picks. Mm, okay. So for me, I'm actually going to go with England and then USA. To no surprise, I guess you, United States bias, but I think USA are a really good team. Have they shown that with Greg Bear, Bearhalter consistently? No. Um, I think that will probably be the biggest downfall as a coach not being as good as some of the other coaches out there. But I think they do have a, a lot of really good talent. Um, and I think it's good enough for them to get get into the round of 16. I think England, obviously, is a shoehorn to finish first. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a lot of pressure on them. So I could see them slipping up a little bit in the group stages. And maybe maybe a Wales or USA can get first if England slip up enough. But I think England has it locked in to get out of this group. And I'm going with USA. I think Wales with Gareth Bale is a good pick. But I just think the USA collectively, collectively, I think, have more talent than Wales, even though Wales may have more top-heavy talent, I think mm-hmm. USA as a group um, have more promise and potential than the Wales right now, um, the Welsh team. And for Group Welsh. C, going yeah, going straight <laughs> to Group C, we have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. For me, it's easy. Argentina are going through, and then I have Mexico also following them. Even though Mexico have not been that good since the 2018 World Cup, they're still Mexico. They they show up for these big tournaments. So I'm going Argentina, Mexico. I feel like Mexico always make it out. Like they always yeah. somehow find a way. They never get past the round of 16, though. That's yeah, the that's, thing. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. And I agree. I think Argentina for sure. It's one of my favorites. Kind of yeah. spoiler there. A lot of people's favorites. They're like they're they're the most informed team I think coming in. They have yeah. Like they're on a 35 um, unbeaten streak, 35 game unbeaten streak, which is like. If they get two more, they like beat the Italy's record from last mm-hmm, year for most, so like all time. But crazy I, form. They haven't lost in like 2019, I think, something like that, right? Yeah, it's something insane. It's so pretty, pretty crazy record. I think uh, so. Argentina for sure. I, Messi, please win your World Cup, man. Do it. This is this is it. If there's a cheese World Cup to win it, it'd probably be this one. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm a Conga Calf hater for this this particular season, but. I don't know, Mexico just don't seem as dominant as they, you know, used to be. Like, there's always, like, a Chicharito, a Carlos Vela, like, a, you know, big player out there, like a, you know, Blanco, that was always, like, a star player out there. But right now, it's, like, I would be, like, Chucky Lozano, and, you know, Vela did just win the LA with LAFC as well, but it's just, like, it just doesn't seem as dominant. And I feel like Poland with Lewandowski, if he can just carry the rest of the team like he does with Barcelona... That will be the deciding factor. And I kind of, I'm just to switch it up, I'm going to say Poland and Argentina make it through. Mm. But it, it's a 50 50 between Mexico and Poland. But, think, you know, okay. it streaks are hard to break, and this might be it. <laughs> <laughs> Lewandowski, this is like his probably his last big World Cup. So I think he's probably yeah. going to go off. And I think this is going to be a big goal scoring group. So Argentina, yeah. Poland for me. And then lightning to group D. We got Australia, Denmark, France, and Tunisia. All right, this is, I don't know if this is going to be a hot take. I don't think France are making it out of this group. Wow. Like, every Dang. World Cup winner 
Yeah, like the past, they get yeah, three or four World Cup. Yeah, they bounce out of the group stage like somehow, some way. Kareem Benzema also just got injured. They and been, they they keep getting Unkuku's injured, then Paul Pogba and Kante were injured. Yeah, they've just been hit. Like, all their best players keep getting hit with injuries. It's kind of exactly. Scary. So I'm like, I don't know. That's like a lot of like the key like corner, uh, yeah, cornerstone players of the team. So and then a lot of the younger players are going to be coming in, like Shalomeni and. Kamavinga. Yeah, Kamavinga. So I don't know. I, they won't have the experience. Rabio might be the most experienced midfielder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh dang. So it's up to Mbappe to really care. <laughs> yeah. But and Griezmann, yeah, the Giroud and all those guys. But so all that to say, I think they're going to get third. And I think the dang. two teams that'll make it through are Denmark on top and literally just shot in the dark. I'm going to say Tunisia. Just oh. because I was so confused how they even got into the World Cup in the first place. <laughs> it was like of all African teams, like certain teams that usually would be more of like and a powerhouse. They were in 2018, right? They were in England's group, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, and the only player I can name was like Wabi Kazri. And I was wow. like, from like, from like Sunderland. So I was like, I don't know. They somehow find a way to make it in. And I think there's always like a random team that it goes a little far. Like Costa Rica from like a couple World Cups ago, yeah, and kind 14. of things like that. So I think Denmark and Tunisia. Denmark just because I think just that team has always been a solid team. They have Christian Eriksen, and then they also have just like Cashbridge Michael and all of them. Like it's just been a solid team that's just always been there, and I think that stability would just keep it through. But Tunisia, I really <laughs> it's just just because they're better than Australia, and I just don't think France are gonna make it through. So those are my two. Okay, okay, so I. Not too crazy, but I have Denmark finishing first, and then I have France um, coming in second. I don't think they're going to get bounced in the group stage. But what's interesting is the way the bracket is set up is that if France finishes in second and Argentina f- finishes in first, they will meet once again in the round of 16. And as we know, cool. the 2018 round of 16 match against those two is like an all-time classic. So yeah, I think four, it'll be... Three, right? it'll, yeah, 4-3, it, it, yep. It'll set itself up to be um, an all-time revenge game for Argentina, but... I do think France will get bounced out in that stage, but I, I think they're good enough to get uh, get past the group. Even though they have hit with a lot of injuries, they just have some so many good players. And I guess moving on to Group E, we have Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, which I think is probably the group of death. I would say is probably the the group of death in the World Cup. There's so many good teams, all four of them. Um, but the way I have mm. this going... Unfortunately, I, I really do like Japan. I, I just don't think they're going to get through. I think the group will end up finishing with Spain and Germany. And those those are the two teams that are going to be going out. Germany bringing a younger sh- squad with them. Spain, obviously, they have so many young players with them right now with Pedri, Gavi. It's like a whole new guard Luis Enrique is bringing. He left off Sergio Ramos, Thiago, De Gea, all those old guys. He left them off. He's bringing in a new energetic crew with them. So I think Spain and Germany are my... Uh, Two to get out of Group E. Man, this one is this, this is definitely in the group of death, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. But ironically, I also think it's <laughs> like a clear <laughs> two that will probably get out and it will be Germany. I put Germany like on top and then yeah. Spain. A lot right of people after. actually have Germany kind of winning it low key. Oh, yeah. No, they, they've been kind of sus the past few World Cups. <laughs> but I mean, as even as you said, too, it's like leading them. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a got- new realm yeah. of players and like new coaching so it's um it's also gonna be a new realm for also spain too because they're gonna have like gavi and pedri in the midfield yeah. and then they have you know biscuits sergio biscuits <laughs> in the midfield old dude but it's probably his last world cup too but i think yeah. 
I love Japan. I don't know. I have a soft spot for Japan. They're my favorite Asian team. But Minamino, Kubo, I don't know if they're going to be able to carry. I think they're going to get a respectful third. And then Costa Rica, always a strong one. The same team. I think they're going to be the same squad till like they're 60. With like <laughs> Kaylor Navas, hey, Brian Luis, Joel yeah. Campbell, all of them. They're still there. But yeah, Germany, Spain, my go-tos. And then to Group F, Belgium, Canada, Croatia, and Morocco. All right, so this one, this one might be a kind of a hot take too, just because I feel like Croatia, the team that made it to the final last time, it's yeah one that would be a favorite to get through. But I also say they won't get out. I'm gonna say Belgium and Canada get out. So there you go. My one Congolese team that makes it out is Canada, because yeah. they were the best team yeah, in qualifying. Yeah. Yep. And this might this is a little bit of a spoiler, but like I think there's gonna be a breakout star on this on the Canadian team for sure. And then Belgium. This is also the last, I feel like, of their golden era. You know, they got yeah. the double Hazard brothers, Lukaku, Lukaku Courtois. De Bruyne, Courtois. Yeah, De Bruyne. So it's really now or never. Their defense is kind of sus. They can't really keep a clean <laughs> I think sheet. They still have Alderweireld and John uh, <laughs> like Mid 30s. Guys, guys. Yeah. But yes, yeah, like Boyata, maybe. But it's just like, <laughs> gosh dang. It's like, this is. Denier. Jason. It's a very. Yeah, <laughs> Denier from Lyon. But. <laughs> I think it's a very front-heavy team in terms of like offense versus defense. So they're just gonna have to outscore every team, like Liverpool in 2013-14. <laughs> and then Canada, they're just a solid team in mm-hmm. qualifying, and I think they'll carry that momentum in. Also, they're not usually part of the World Cup too often, so I think yeah. they're gonna use that momentum to carry them through. Morocco, I'm sorry, Agali, uh, who's on my soccer team, <laughs> my co-ed <laughs> team. Morocco ain't going through, but yeah, you know they're happy to be there. And the Croatia, I think. It's going to be similar to France. I think they're just going to be like kind of found out. Like yeah. they were just like a cross heavy team. And then if you can just stop that, you might stop them. They might be a little older yeah. now. So I picked those yeah. two. They Canada definitely do have an olding, like a very old squad. Yeah. With like a lot of their key players. But that's a good shot. I actually, we, we kind of have the similar picks here, but I, I do think Canada and Belgium will go through. I, I'll Ooh. just put this out there. I, I'm going to have Canada finishing on top. I really like. Oh, Canada. snap. Um, and they, as as you, as Tyler mentioned, they went undefeated in Concacaf qualifying, which is pretty difficult because there's some really tricky places to play in Concacaf. Like some of those pitches aren't the best looking pitches, and they're not the best environments to play in. And mm-hmm. they finish undefeated. They beat USA. They beat Mexico. Obviously, their star players all funds with. They just have a very very good team led by a good manager. They're just really solid throughout. Belgium, I think. I don't know, man. I I, I think they'll do well, but I. I don't know. I think it's just one of those where it's Roberto Martinez. It's like, yeah, I think the whole like glamour of Belgium is getting kind of stale now because we've seen them play this, this generation of players play. And I think this is their sixth major tournament counting the euros and all. I think we're just getting kind of like stale and we all feel like, you know, at the end of the day, Belgium will probably just, you know, choke at the end of the day (laughs) when it comes to the bigger matchup. So that's who I have going out. They're just missing that something, just missing that fire. It's like they have all the talent, but it's just like, what? It's just yeah. something just isn't there to put it all together. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, like literally Tyler's mentioned, just that glue is just something, something's missing. But that's what we have for Group F. And then Group G, um, another big heavy favorite for a lot of people includes Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Obviously, I think Brazil will go out. I Spoiler pick, I, I, I think Brazil is like my favorite to win this thing. But a lot of people have Serbia as kind of like the sleeper team to you know, upset some people and get out. But I have actually Brazil and Switzerland. I think Switzerland have such a solid core led by Shakiri, Xhaka. They just have so many 
good solid players that have been at these World Cups before. So I think that experience carries them. And I think it's Brazil and Switzerland. And I think Serbia will be a big disappointment because uh, there's too much hype going into them right now. Mm-hmm. And there is, you know, Milinkovic Savage, one of my favorite yeah. players from Serbia, I believe. But yeah. I also picked the exact same two teams to get out of this group, <laughs> Brazil, Switzerland. I also have Brazil. If I think there is a way where it's like Argentina versus Brazil in the final or yeah. something like that. But yep. that is my final that I'm probably going to hint at for what will happen. <laughs> that would be an insane final if it does happen. Yeah. But yeah, as my like literally you can copy paste what Yus just said. Switzerland also have Jan Sommer on top of that, one of the top ten goalies in this tournament, I feel. Mm-hmm. And just Cameroon, I don't know. Unless they bring back like the tank top jersey, <laughs> I think it's just gonna be a barrage on them. And then yeah. Serbia, that is kind of like a dark horse. If they get out of the group, I wouldn't be surprised. But it's just like, I don't know, Jaka and Arsenal right now kind of going off. I think they might bring some of that momentum in with them. So Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Brazil versus uh, Brazil and Swiss going through. Yes, there we go. There we go. And then the last group, Group H, we have Ghana, South Korea, Portugal, and Uruguay. Yep. All right, this is gonna be hilarious since it's gonna be Ghana and Uruguay back <laughs> at it again since the 2010 World Cup, the infamous Suarez. Luis Suarez handball. Yep, occurred in that knockout stage match there. So I think mm-hmm. this is gonna be a very heated group. My two teams to make it through, I would say, are still Uruguay and Portugal. Sorry to all my South Korean buddies out here. But yeah. I think even though you have masked sun out here, maybe that can carry. I think it's still not enough talent, the rest of the team-wise, for yeah. to kind of keep up with Portugal, who is, I feel like, one of the top four teams in terms of just talent alone in the whole yeah. World Cup. It's just the coaching is so sus <laughs> yeah. and just not there to really like make the most out of it. Kind of like Belgium. Except for like, you know, the Euros a few years ago. And then Uruguay, I feel like they're a dark horse for this whole tournament where they have so much firepower on top. They have Darwin, you know, from Liverpool, Darwin Nunez, Luis Suarez, his last World Cup, Cavani. And then like the whole core is still there with like Like Fetty Valverde. Yeah, Valverde. um, Araujo from Barcelona, the center back. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of good players. Godin, I think he's still there. I think they're still playing. So I think it's like. Yeah, so like this team has low-key depth and a lot of players coming back with a lot of experience. So I think that will play a big part in helping. I think they're going to top their group. I think Portugal is going to get second. And Portugal, Ronaldo's last tournament as well. I think they have enough talent to get through and you know get the wins or enough goals on top of South Korea and Ghana as needed. Ghana, they don't really have as much going for them. They really only have like Thomas Partey and like <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. There's one of the weaker Ghanaian sides that we've seen in a minute. And then mm-hmm. South Korea as well, besides Sun. But yeah, I have Portugal and Uruguay going through. Nice, nice. So I actually have the same same two. I think Portugal will top the group, though. But I do have, I really do like Uruguay as like a dark horse to kind of like go really far in this tournament and potentially win it. Um, I just think they have such a good squad. But mm-hmm. I think the way this group is set up, Portugal just have too much talent. They should get through. Then Uruguay have so much experience and a lot of talent that they should be able to comfortably get through as well so yeah it should be portugal and uruguay to um round off group h but those are those are our picks for um to basically the two teams that will get out of each group um but then we have three other questions to kind of just finish it off um who will win the golden ball for this who will be like who will win the golden ball for this world cup uh obviously golden ball means like the best player yep the best player of the tournament uh, so I guess Tyler, if you want to go first for your pick, I I pick Messi. I think mm-hmm. Lionel Messi from Argentina, the goat. I think 
since he mentioned this is his last World Cup, he's going to turn up. Like, this is also one of the first Argentinian sides where he's not really the focal point. Like, he's just a little too old. So they kind of focus on a very similar kind of style that I feel like to Liverpool, where it's like a big game game press almost, where it's like Mm -hmm. they win the ball back at such high intensity. And I think that in a tournament style competition is going to play in favor where he doesn't really have to do as much. He can just float around, get the goals he needs, and then kind of get the spotlight. So I think Messi, hopefully if he wins the World Cup, then he's going to get the golden ball. So I'm just kind of putting all my eggs into the Argentina basket. But Messi's my guy. Always been my guy. Same height. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, so that's that's a great pick. I think a lot of people have it. I'm gonna go with another popular pick. Mine is Neymar. I think Neymar is kind of in the same boat where I think he said that this World Cup will be his last, even though he's much younger than Messi. <laughs> but I just think the Brazil, like Argentina, just have they're probably their best team they've bringing into a World Cup in such a long time. They have so many great depth in the attacking front. Defenders are solid. Danny Alves, you know, sometimes their fullbacks I feel like are kind of sus at this point, but they have two great goalkeepers. Their midfield, led by Casemiro, is just solid. Uh, Casemiro and Fred play so well together in Bra- like uh, for Brazil's national team. And mm-hmm. Neymar, I mean, he's going to be the focal point, but I feel like Neymar actually shows up for World Cups. You know, as much pressure mm-hmm. is shown on him, I think from 2014, 2018, he, he shows up with goals. He shows up with the skills, the flair. And I think this is the tournament he kind of, uh, you know, he gets that appreciation for being um, one of the best players in the tournament. So I'm, I'm going Neymar. I'm going to call cap on him saying that it's going to be his last World Cup. Like, <laughs> it's, he's he's not that old. It's like, come on. And I feel like if especially it could even go both ways. Like if he has a rough World Cup, then he's like, oh, I can't end on that. And he'll go to the next. Yeah. One. Or if he has a good one, it's like, well, I have the momentum. I'll bring it <laughs> in the next one. <laughs> so but actually, that kind of leads to like the next question that we had on our kind of outline here, which is who will be the top goal scorer of this World Cup? And I picked Neymar, actually, because, as you just mentioned, he usually does turn up for these World Cups because he kind of has to. He is the number 10 for Brazil. Whenever you wear that number 10, you are the one everyone looks towards. You're the one that every bandwagon person buys the jersey for. You're the one where it's like, all right, yeah. we know who Neymar is. But I, I guess he's like good. This year, <laughs> like this year, he does have a lot of help, which is great. Like, yeah. Junior, Rodrigo, Anson. Like, he has some actual... Alisson. Yeah. <laughs> the best goalkeeper in this tournament, IMO. <laughs> But I think Neymar, it's going to be also, I think he's going to score a lot in the group stages against like Cameroon. No, no offense to Cameroon. Yeah. But like, I think that's also going to be a big part of how much they get the goals in terms of like who will win like top goal scorers, like who has like kind of the easier groups to kind of score against in terms of like weaker defenses. And I think they'll score a good chunk against Cameroon and maybe some against Switzerland. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I think that's where it's going to come from. But Neymar, my guy, he's going to take yeah. the pens too. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going for uh, not really someone that's even really talked about to win the Golden Boot for the World Cup. I'm I'm just putting Luis Suarez out there because oh snap, yeah. So he's got you know he's facing Ghana. He's got a pretty difficult group, but I don't know. I feel like Uruguay, like you know, same with kind of Neymar. It's always Edison Cavani and Luis Suarez always somehow always combine for goals, or they always score goals, they're always assisting goals. And Luis Suarez, even though he didn't play for a European side this year, he went back to Uruguay and played for his boyhood club, Nazio Now. He won he won them two trophies. He scored a ton of goals in the final. He still has like that goal scoring instinct. And even though he is aging a bit, you 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 know, that instinct to score never leaves you. And we see players like Miroslav Klosa for Germany, who was playing in the twenty fourteen World Cup when he was, I think, thirty-four, and he almost finished with the golden boot. 
Um, so doesn't really matter their age at the World Cup. As long as you can score goals and bang them in, you're going to score them. So that's why I have Luis Suarez out there. Kind of like, I guess, a, a sleeperish pick, if you can even call that. But mm-hmm. finally, um, our last one is the random breakout star, i.e., uh, who is that guy that's going to ba- basically take hold of this tournament and have all the talking points about them? So players like James Rodriguez from 2014, Keylor Navas, Benjamin Pavard from 2018, who still lives off that volley um, against Argentina. But who's going to be that guy? Tyler, I'll let you I'll let you kick it off with your, your pick. <laughs> my pick is, I, I kind of alluded to it when we were talking about yeah. Canada, but I my pick is Jonathan David, the striker for, I believe he it's plays good. for Lille right now in Ligue 1. Yeah. So, he is one of the big, like, unless you watch League On, which is very few people, I'm not going to lie, or, or if you play FIFA, then you might have heard of Jonathan David here or there. But I think he's still a player that is relatively young, in early 20s, one of the top goal scorers in last year's season in League On, and t- one of the top players in the league, of course. And this season, he's brought that form continuing on into League On, so he's still one of the top goal scorers going into this season. And I think... This tournament, Canada's really going to need their attack to come through. You know, you got Alfonso Davies playing left back or left wing, depending on whatever they need. And he's going to just keep funneling all the goals over to Jonathan David and uh, Laren. I think that's the other striker, his name. Yeah. Yep. Kyle Laren. Kyle Laren. The former Orlando City guy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only picture him purple. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'll be Jonathan David. And it's... Like, hopefully, we'll see. I think I'm putting a lot of my eggs into this Canadian basket because we need someone from CONCACAF to show out. But I think this would be a good shout because if he goes off, every time we see this breakout star kind of, you know, make it big at the World Cup, a big club always comes and snags him up for a big money transfer. So, like, all those players Yush just mentioned, like, Kaylor Navas, Thomas Rodriguez, both went to Real Madrid. Pavard went to Bayern Munich right after the World Cup. So, for big money, too. So, I think if Jonathan David can show up on the biggest stage, he'll get his move out of Ligo to a big club that will need a striker. And those are in pretty good demand. So we'll see yeah. Who's, who you got. Yosh. So I'm going maybe more of a Homer pick, but I'm going with Brendan Aronson, the midfielder, young midfielder for the United States. Obviously, if you watch the Premier League, you know that he plays for Leeds United um, alongside Tyler Adams and coached by another United States. Um, Jesse uh, Marsh. United, yeah. Jesse Marsh. Uh, so if you watch the Premier League, you kind of know what he's about. But I actually think um, the USA, obviously, the talk is always centered around Christian Pulisic. But I, I don't think Christian Pulisic, even though he has like that kind of that superstar talent in terms of consistency, I don't think he's the best player on the US men's national team. I think Brendan Aronson can kind of take that throne because if you watch him for Leeds, he's just like this really energetic player that's, you know, always running around, but he's got the quality to pick out the ball, score the goal. Um, and I, I just think with the, the way the U.S. will set up, I, I think it's just kind of it's set up for him to kind of show out and showcase his abilities. Um, and it's also helped that, you know, when Christian Pulisic will start, Gio Reyna, you know, those guys are pretty well equipped to kind of take defenses and take the attention away from Brendan Aronson. So, I think Brendan Aronson will probably have a pretty good World Cup. And I think, you know, he's already got some people on the talking, I guess, map when he's, since he's been at Leeds. But I think this World Cup will really help kind of showcase not only talent the U.S. has, but it can showcase how good Brendan Aronson is, Brendan Aronson is and maybe get a move to like a slightly bigger team in the Premier League um, or abroad or anything that, that he sees fit. But I think Brendan Aronson is set up to have a, a really 
great World Cup and kind of like that breakout star um, and kind of take hold of this tournament. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just popped onto the map like more recently too. Like I think he was at Salzburg or something last season. Yep, he was at Salzburg. Yep. I remember Uh, like literally looking at his Instagram. I was like, who is this guy? (laughs) Like he came out of nowhere. He's a speedy dude. But him, Tyler Adams, both at Leeds United. And I think that kind of high intensity play will be something I think the U.S. would probably go with um at this tournament so i wouldn't be surprised if aronson is that breakout star hopefully he is because then yeah. look both he of our picked. players we picked are both congercraft so yeah let's go north america Come let's on. go let's go um but uh, i know we didn't we didn't have it but finally i guess to end it off who 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 do you have winning um like oh yeah <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to end it we didn't even have them the rundown <laughs> yeah so i picked argentina argentina that's just my my kind of speaking with my heart there i think argentina even if even though they're the best form you know it, it is a whole different kind of environment being in the world cup obviously so it'll be can they really show out on the biggest stage and will messi yeah. kind of finally get that world cup i think this is it i think argentina will get it so here we go argentina all the way against brazil in the go. final there we go oh so you just said the team i have winning it i think brazil uh will win it they're Obviously, such a dominant team when it comes to World Cup. So many great players have played for them. They've won so many World Cups before. But I think they they finally bring it home um, and they win it this year. I think they just have such a good squad. They, they, you know, Neymar winning it. I, I just I, I just think their squad on par with Argentina is just so good um, that, yeah, I think this is the year Brazil finally win it and kind of make up for, I would say, pretty disappointing <laughs> Uh, run-ins uh, during 2014 and 18. I think 2014, yeah. obviously, getting smacked 7-1 doesn't help. Um, and then 2010, not having the deepest run. I think they finally make up for that. And uh, I think Brazil will win this win this World Cup. So kind of fun. I think it'll actually be really fun for a South American team to win it or possibly a North American team. Because as we've seen, like the past three World Cups, um, it's all been European side. So it would be nice to mix things up a bit and get a South, South American team winning it again. Yeah. That'll be that'd be huge, but I don't know. It, like, I feel like I don't want to get too much into like the controversies going on in Qatar or anything, but I'm just hope yeah. anything in terms of like officiating or Ooh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, she, like the conditions that? of the of the players, and you know, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a little messy, but in the end, assuming everything goes well, assuming nothing interferes with the matches, um, yeah, Brazil, Argentina, top two favorites for the premier pod right here there we go there we go but yeah it should be as we as we said we're recording this after the first match day but it should be a pretty fun world cup with hopefully with a lot of goals and just uh a lot of fun 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 moments and stuff that we can always look back on uh you know from four years down the line for the next world cup but mm-hmm. um it, as we said this was going to be more of a quicker kind of lightning round preview so we hope that you you guys enjoyed kind of like that more short short and condensed version of it but as we always say, you can catch uh, video versions. We're not actually filming a video version, but it will still be uploaded on YouTube. But video version of the podcast at the Premier Pod. You can give us a follow at the Premier Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to send any questions you have on there. Um, and then if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a ra- rating and review. It helps us out. But if you don't want to do that, just taking the time to listen um, is more than enough. So thank you guys for that. But yeah, that kind of wraps up Season 5, Episode 149, the World Cup preview for us. Thanks again for watching and listening. Peace. Peace.